0: BLC Studios in Mankato, Minnesota, this is the Maverick Hockey Live podcast, presented by Duncan, with your host, Shane Frederick. This is the Maverick Hockey Live podcast, presented by Duncan. I'm Shane Frederick, I'm your host, and joining me this week is Minnesota State senior forward, Lucas Sauter. Hi, Lucas. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for being here. Um, this is, you're, you're one of those guys where I go senior and then it kind of, you know, makes me rethink what I just said. Cause I can't believe you're a senior already.
1: <laughs> I know. It feels like just yesterday I was coming in, uh, for summer session with all the Mark Kalis, Parker to me, Charlie Gerard, all those seniors, <laughs> just looking at those guys when I was a freshman. Um, yeah, it feels like just yesterday though. Me and a couple of the other seniors were just talking about how it just feels like just yesterday we were coming in as freshmen. So
0: it's amazing, and you guys came into a um, you know a, a great team. You know, trying to find ways to fit in mm-hmm. on uh, on a team that was pretty loaded, right?
1: All stacked. Yeah, stacked. I mean, we got guys that are captains now that weren't they're in and out of the lineup. So I mean, right? Um, yeah, we were a stacked team. I mean, we were we were talking about it today in the locker room before practice how. COVID didn't hit, we would have loved to have seen how far that team would have made it, because it would have been interesting, because I think we were number one in the country all year. Yeah. That year. So...
0: And and that's... We're right along. I mean, today, as we uh, tape this, it's the 13th, so I think it was the 12th when everything shut down, if I I recall correctly. So three years ago today, uh, when uh, you guys kind of found out your fate. Uh, just coming off that sweep of Alaska Anchorage and getting ready yep. to face tech, I think. Yeah. And, uh, and then hearing that that tournament was canceled. And then, you know, just a few hours later that everything was shut down.
1: Just devastating, especially for the seniors. Yeah. Devastating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember, uh, you know, working for the Free Press, going down there to, to do some interviews, to talk to some guys. And there were guys who just are normally, you know, really good talkers, you know, who I had great relationships with who just, they just couldn't talk. Yeah. Uh, I think I got a couple comments from if I remember correctly Parker toomey and and, and Ian Scheid, who hadn't uh, was was not the the most vocal guy had some great things to say but everybody else I mean it was just such a tough time and you're right I think that team was you know you know you guys have had really good teams the last couple of years going to two uh, frozen fours and um but I would have liked to have seen that team in the NCAA tournament. It would have been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we'll we keep talking about that year, you know, real quick before we move on to this past weekend and, and looking ahead. But obviously, you know, you talked about that stacked team and and you certainly found a way to play uh, regularly f- for that group and, and had, a, had a great season, uh, 31 points. You were WCHA Rookie of the Year, played in 31 games and, and was a uh, great, uh, you know, and kind of came in, um, in the shadow, a little bit of, of your, your fellow Floridian Nathan Smith, you know, draft pick who all eyes were on he had a really good year as well. And, and certainly a great uh, three-year career at Minnesota state, but, uh, you, you know, just had, were on kind of a role that season. What, what do you think the, you know, what was the secret to your success that, that first year? And, you know, what was that like?
1: Uh, I mean, it was incredible. Um, something that I'll never forget ever in my life. Um, but I mean, some people forget who I was playing with that year. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like I, it was all, all me, obviously. Right. I mean, I'm playing with Mark Michaelis, who is arguably one of the best players in college hockey that year. So I mean, when you're playing with guys like Mark McAless, Parker Toomey, Charlie Gerrard, who are all just phenomenal hockey players and are still playing pro hockey to this day, um, it really you know, boosts your, not, not just my ego, or not, I don't want to say ego is an ugly word, but confidence, confidence yeah, yeah, confidence, um, it boosted my confidence, because I'm like, wow, I can really, you know, play with some of the top guys in the country, so I mean, that fed into it, because I didn't know where I was going to stand uh, coming into the season, because sure. like you said, all eyes were on Smitty, and, and that sort of thing, so I kind of just kept my head low and worked hard, and I was fortunate enough to be put on a line with those, those two, or three, kind of got switched every now and then, sure. but um, yeah, kind of just rode that and took it day by day and uh coach really helped me too on on uh focusing on that you know yeah. don't get ahead of myself especially when he did put me on the first line he goes you know you earned it but it's not something that <laughs> is kept or promised right. you're coming in you got to earn it so um yeah it's something i'll never forget and forever grateful to be able to play with those guys
0: and I know your career since then has been, you've had ups and downs and some injuries, including this season. And um, it seems like right now you're you're kind of getting your stride back as you, you know, kind of close out your your senior season. Is that, do you feel kind of that way about about this season, kind of finishing strong other than, you know, the the injury partway through?
1: Yeah, it was unfortunate that um, our whole team's gone through battling some injuries. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as, being out for as long as I did. And then coming back, back in, it, it takes some time to get back into that actual hockey shape. Yeah. Um, because you talk to any hockey player, the amount of conditioning and off ice stuff you do, um, there's nothing that really is the same level as playing in an actual hockey game as far as getting back in shape right. and all that sort of sort of stuff. So um, yeah, I, could, I feel myself every day, especially in practice, getting better and better. Um, really just focusing on the details and, um, but yeah, as, like you said, I've been feeling more comfortable, um, every day on the ice. So, um, just happy to be back.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Was that something going into this season too? I mean, just that you felt like, you know, you wanted to try to find a way to, to finish your career s- strong and kind of get back that, that mojo that you had, uh, as, as a rookie. Yeah, definitely conf- confidence is a huge thing, especially,
1: I mean, every athlete loves, loves to have it. And especially when you do have it, you seem to get bounces that go your way, um, so I mean, it, it was nice to have the success I did uh, my my freshman year. Um, definitely something I learned from. Uh-huh. Um, but as far as uh, this season, you know, you just gotta take it day by day. And um, I I was unlucky and get, had some injuries, and now I'm just trying to fight my way back into the into the lineup. Sure. Um, and and just going going forward from here. So, well,
0: you had a great game on on Saturday night. Um, as we record this, versus after the uh, CCHA semifinal victory over Ferris State, seven to two win. Um, Lucas scored uh, the empty net goal at the end of the game and also assisted on the Mavericks' third and fourth goals, which really I think put the game away in the second period. Um, but you know that was a game that. Uh, you guys were down one nothing to Ferris State. You've been down at home one nothing to them earlier in the year and, and weren't able to, you know, close out those games. And, and this one, you guys were able to find that second gear that maybe you didn't have in early December. What you know, what do you think the key was to not only winning this game but kind of win it in the fashion that you did?
1: Yeah, I mean, I know I keep saying it, but details and the dailies, like yeah. Coach likes to say. So uh, we had a really good practice today. So that's just all we're focused on. You know, obviously we got a great team coming in this weekend yeah. with Northern Michigan. And obviously we're focused on them, but we're mainly focused on ourselves and the attention to detail and our workouts, our practices, our recovery, you know, everything like that. So um, we had a great day on the ice today and we're just going to go forward with that. So.
0: You know, on, on Saturday, you know, being down one nothing, and then you guys score two goals in the final minute and a half or so yeah. of the first period, you know, what, what do you think kind of changed in terms of your your mood? I, I know in the post-game press conference, Coach Hastings and uh, um, uh, two of your captains, Brendan Furry and uh, Jake Livingstone talked about the uh, uh, j- just going into the locker room with a lead um, when, you know, a minute and a half prior to that, you could have been going into the locker room down a goal? What do you think the difference is, you know, in in terms of your confidence as as a team and what you guys were able to do in the second period based on, you know, having that lead and having that finish of the first period?
1: Right. I mean, yeah, it's huge, obviously, momentum as far as like ending the period on a strong note. So, um, I mean, you ask any hockey player on any team, would you rather score the first goal or end the first period being up a goal? You know, it's, you always want to end, end this period on a strong note, whether that be being up a goal, or getting out, getting on the power play, or drawing a penalty, or you just want some type of momentum that you can feed off of going back into the locker room when you get your rest, and you guys can talk about it in the locker room. So, um, like you said, you don't want to give up the first goal, right. obviously, but <laughs> as long as it was nice to be able to go back after the first and um, you know really ride that momentum, and uh, I think we basically dominated the rest of the rest of the game from then right. on out. So.
0: Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I know there's been games in the past, not as many as maybe this past season, but when you do get down early, there's a big crowd and the crowd's not into the game. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that really seems to benefit the visiting team who wants to pull off an upset against you guys or, uh, you know, wants to be in some kind of a dogfight, come down to a late goal or something like that in the game. Um, If you can find a way to kind of get that home ice advantage back to you, uh, whether it's the crowd Uh, whether it's just your old comfort, that's so important, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Especially with the crowds we get. I mean, it's unbelievable that it was spring break and we still had a sold out, you know, rank basically. So, I mean, we weren't expecting that. So that it was unbelievable to to see that. And especially ending a team season this late, it's very, very hard thing to do. So you know you're going to get every team's best at this point of the year. Um, So as far as, um playoffs go, teams coming in, and they see a sold out rink, it's it's the team versus everybody. You know, they don't have fans to piggyback off sure. of like we do. Um so it's it they, they want to quiet them as soon as possible. So I'm sure they felt that once they scored the first goal. And <clears throat> I bet if they could redo it they would, but you know, it is what it is. And yeah. we fed off the crowd and the crowd fed off us. So it was a it was a good game all around.
0: One thing that, that you guys have done obviously really well all season, it seems, um, but certainly of late, is your your power play has been so good. Um, I think you have 10 power play goals in the last four games. Um, I think uh, 10 of your 18 goals, you guys have been scoring a lot since getting shut out against uh, Michigan Tech in the first night of uh, that, uh, that season-ending series. Uh, you, you came back and won the next night, you know, came from behind in the standings to, to win the McNaughton cup. You, you play two games against Lake superior. Um, and and then of course the, the Ferris state game, but uh, your power play uh, really clicking. I think you had an assist on a power play uh, in the second period on, on Saturday. What, what's kind of been the secret sauce there to, to why that's been clicking so well.
1: I mean, I can't even really describe, I mean, it's kind of insane how well we've been doing on the power play. I mean, I think we just got a selfless group, and we got two really good units. I mean, we could have a yep. third unit if we really wanted to. I mean, it's it's amazing how how selfless uh, our team is. So, I mean, I can't really describe it. I mean, when things are just click, <laughs> clicking, they are. So, sure. I mean, it's it seems like... Uh, especially after, after Christmas break, it just seems like everyone just came in with a different mindset that, you know, we want to be together as long as we can. We want to go back to, we want to go to Tampa. Yeah, This is not something that like, Mm -hmm. it's just unacceptable how uh, the first, I mean, not acceptable how the first half went, but we knew we were capable of bigger and better things. So, I mean, everyone just came in uh, after Christmas break with a different mindset and it's been unbelievable to be a part of. So,
0: you mentioned getting back to Tampa. You're a Florida native. Yeah. I'm sure you've probably had Frozen Four twenty twenty-three circled oh, on your calendar for for since you you know, since you started college hockey.
1: Yeah. I mean, I remember when I was still living in Florida, I was what it it was in uh Tampa when it was like when North Dakota won it. Yes. When it was like Brock Besser, Kajula, Schmaltz. I remember going to those games when it was in Florida. I'm like, holy crap, this is like is unbelievable to watch. Like sure. I, I want to be a part of this, and ever since then, it's always just been a goal of mine. I mean, it, w- it would be unbelievable to, <laughs> to go to back to Tampa and play in front of all my friends and family. Um, that would just be unbelievable. So, um, but like I said, you got to take it day by day, not not looking ahead, and to be something that'd right. be amazing, but just focused on practice tomorrow. So.
0: Well, especially cause there's no guarantee, right? I mean, right. I, you know, I've been playing with uh, all the pairwise calculators and things like yeah. that, that have been popping up online the last couple of days. And I think there's some scenarios where if you, you don't uh, win the Mason cup that you can still make the NCA tournament. But I think there's a lot where you don't. So I'm sure the mentality is yeah. just win and You're in. right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's basically how we're looking at it. We're not even really talking about. That's not something that we're not focused on. Yeah, We're not focused on paralyzed or anything like that. Um, we're just focused on our dailies. And, uh, like I said, we had a really good practice today and that's something that we'll feed off of for tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's great to, to win, to yeah. win. And we moved on from it though. already, you know, we, you, you enjoy the win that night, but the next day, you know, you look for you look, uh, you enjoy it, but you, you move on. So it it's it is is winner-go-home. That's our mindset now. Right. So um, we want to be together as long as we can. Um, so uh, uh, we're getting the best out of each other.
0: Well, it should be a fantastic game. I mean, uh, Northern Michigan is uh red hot. They're yep. playing some great hockey, scoring a ton of goals. You yep. guys have had a great second half of the season. Uh, these are the two teams that were picked to, you know, one and two in the conference at the beginning of the season. Northern kind of had a... Uh, a a struggle in the first half. You guys had your struggles in the first half and and, and probably as good as Michigan Tech uh, was this season and uh, they seem a lock to make the NCAA tournament. It does seem almost appropriate based off the way the second half's gone that you two teams are playing on Saturday night.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you said, they're red hot um, and we're we're not doing so bad ourselves. (laughs) So these are two teams that are fighting for their seasons. I mean, it's win or go home. So it's you're going to get the best out of both teams this weekend and it should be an interesting matchup. So it should be a lot of fun. I'm excited.
0: Um, just getting back to Florida a little bit. Tell me a little bit about growing up in Florida. I know way back in your freshman year when I was working at the newspaper, we talked a little bit about this, but, uh, just little insights on how you got into hockey, how, how, uh, you know, obviously there's hockey everywhere now, so it's not out of the realm of possibility, but I think it's always still weird when we sit up here in Minnesota. Um, and, and you, you, you guys as a team for years have had players from all over and, you know, whether it's California or Arizona or, you know, wherever, South Dakota, um, you guys get players from all over and, 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 but you know, how does that start for, for a guy like you? Well, especially Mm -hmm. so long.
1: I mean, I get this question. Sure. So, so often. So, um, it's actually started with roller hockey. Yeah. So, um, my brother actually got me into it so I can thank my brother for all, everything I have in, in life. Um, he, he started playing roller hockey and obviously everyone wants to be like their big brother. So I, I was two or three years old when I got my first pair of roller skates and started learning how to skate. So, um, started off with roller hockey and didn't actually start playing ice hockey, me or, uh, Smitty didn't start playing ice hockey until about 11, 12 years old. Wow! So we were just playing roller hockey tournaments We're like, wow, well, you know, we're pretty good at this. Like we should we should switch over to ice where it's you know a little more serious uh-huh. and and have some fun with it and see what happens. And it turned out we were we were pretty good. So <laughs> uh we did just kind of just escalated from there and we switched over to ice full time from then on out and only played roller hockey tournaments like over summers. But yeah. um, you know, it's uh it's been going really well since since then. Um but yeah, we got into ice like 12, 13, played uh, just in, in Florida, just double A hockey, not even triple A or anything crazy. And then uh, when we were juniors in high school, switched over to triple A and just played triple A tournaments. There wasn't like any league in Florida, triple right. A obviously. So we would just travel to every triple A tournament. And then I was lucky enough to get recruited to go play in Wenatchee and the yep. BCHL and went there, played there for three years, loved it. And then was lucky enough to get recruited by a uh, Bluey and Notter. Um, I can thank Smitty for that too, because uh, and his dad Eric who uh, got uh, on Nodder to go and watch me in the first place. Oh really? Yeah. But he was
0: already committed here. Yeah, because
1: me and me and uh, Nate always talked about you know when we were growing up always talked about you know going to the same college sure. and playing together. I mean we love playing together. So yeah. Um, right as soon as he committed, I was like, oh. Here we go. Here we go. And then I think it was like a week or two later, Bluey was out there watching me and when actually. So it was just uh, amazing how it all panned out and how everything has been since we were just little kids. So you,
0: know. you were out there. Chris Clark was out there. Yeah, Clarky. The, you know, former uh, Maverick legend, yep. uh, we always say, because he was the goaltender of record and the great comeback. Game and uh, we're coming almost up on the two. it'll be next December will yeah. be the twentieth anniversary of the uh, crazy. Uh, I believe it was eight seven comeback uh, victory over 20 Denver. Twenty years, huh? Yes, two thousand four, and the Mavericks were down seven to one at one point. Changed goaltenders twice. I was going to say because he was he was was, the, was he a third th- string? He was the third goalie. Uh, I actually found the story I wrote on it, and uh, it his quote to me was. I didn't think I was eligible to play. I thought I was only emergency. <laughs> That's what he said. Uh-huh. Why did he think that? I don't know. Because he was a freshman. Was and didn't he a know freshman yeah, a fr- I didn't yeah, know he was his first, freshman year. I was, I it was, yeah, it was his first year. So, um, yeah, they threw him out there. And uh, the comeback, there was a five-minute major, and the Mavericks scored three goals on it. Shane Joseph ended up with a, with a hat trick that night. Um just a crazy, crazy That's game. That's unbelievable. unbelievable. Was um, that at home or it was at road. home? Yeah, yeah. But it was. I think it was Christmas break, or it was right before, uh, uh, right before the holidays. And yeah, it just uh, so good times with uh, with Chris Clark. He kind of became a legend. Yeah. Uh, just for right. uh, yeah for for uh, you know finishing that game off, and um, you know Denver went on to win the national championship that year. Minnesota State, I think, won ten games um had a lot of struggles a lot of injuries uh, on defense um it was funny because uh, i was looking back at that too not to go down memory lane too much with <laughs> with this but the night before the the team's tied david backus was a freshman he scored a goal with t- like two seconds left to tie the game force overtime and then they played a five minute overtime and it, uh ended 4-4 so the mavericks um, yeah got a tie and a crazy win and I believe the follow you know, when they went to Denver later in the season, they scored a bunch of goals. I think Denver swept them, but the Mavericks scored a ton of goals. So it was crazy. Um and those Maverick teams scored a lot of goals and they gave up a lot of goals yeah, that season.
1: That was before uh, Coach Hastings era. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh but 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 a lot of fun. So yeah. obviously what was Chris Clark's role when you were you were playing in Wenatchee? He was, yeah, he was the
1: assistant coach yeah. and the goalie coach. Um, so now since I left he's been promoted, obviously, to head coach and yeah. doing amazing things there. Couldn't be happier for him. So. Yeah,
0: good, good guy. Yeah, um, you know, just uh, you know, ha- had had his moments here. It was it was a lot of fun, but it was, you know, cool that those connections kind of get made over yeah. the years. And I, I'm sure Bluey probably called uh, Clarky before he went out to would yeah. you to watch you play after yeah. getting Smitty's comment. Yeah, for sure. Get a second source on Lucas
1: Souter. Yeah. On yeah. <laughs> got the inside source of Clarkie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the great characters uh, of, of, uh, uh, that I've covered as well. So, um, you know, looking uh, at, you know, you know, playing, you know, going across the country like that's got to be crazy too. I mean, to go from Florida you, you mentioned you played all over, um, in those tournaments, but to, to leave, go to Washington state, uh, and then come to Minnesota. Um, you know, w- what's on your mind is that's kind of happening. You're kind of looking at a place to play because I'm sure when you're a kid in Florida, at least before you start really looking at college hockey as an option, um, you start thinking about colleges. I'm, I'm sure you're thinking about Mankato, Minnesota, are
1: you? No. I mean, I never even heard of the, heard of the school until, you know, and Smitty committed. I was sure. like, where, where is this? And, uh-huh. um, talked to him and his dad and they're like, it's unbelievable. You gotta see the campus. You gotta see all Like, you gotta just see it. I'm like, all right. I mean, I mean, I didn't even have to see it. I committed, I committed here without even visiting. Cause oh. I, I just knew I was just yeah. like, if, if, that's where, if that's where Smitty's going, I'm going, uh-huh. I, it doesn't matter. And then I came on my visit a couple months after committing. I'm like, wow, I'm so happy. Like, obviously I did research, sure. but it's not the same thing as coming and visiting. Uh-huh. Um, but i was like wow i'm so happy to be coming here like this is unbelievable like the facility and how the how the boys were when we came and uh we did take a lot of pride on that uh, with all the recruits that we bring in yeah um they we make sure they feel involved they meet every single guy you know so it's uh it's an awesome thing that they have going here so
0: yeah yeah what uh what you know, as far as school goes, are, tell me a little bit about where you're at. Are you set to graduate uh, this this spring, or uh, uh,
1: not this spring, but okay. Uh, fall? Okay.
0: Yeah. So, so still working on yeah. working on that. What's your major? Business management. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Now uh, spring breaks over and you're back at it. I suppose. Yeah. Of, uh, sadly.
1: <laughs> it was nice to have a little bit of a
0: break. <laughs> Not
1: opening the laptop for a week, sure. So, so you gotta yeah. blow the dust off it and get it back open. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that's always nice to have. Felt like I was with juniors again. You know? Right, just, I, right. Did, guys just didn't know what to do with themselves. Yeah, we done with practice. Like now what? You know? Yes, yeah. but I mean, yeah, it's, it was nice to have a little bit of a mental break from school.
0: You got to obviously got a nice facility to be at and, and yeah. do everything you can do there. And there's yeah. been some upgrades again, right? It looked yep. like I saw some tweets online from, uh, uh, ISG with they did, uh, they redid your, uh, nutrition room. Is nutrition that right? Nutrition center. Yep. Yeah,
1: it is unbelievable now. So you see, I, I walked in here with the protein shake. Yeah. They got us a couple of these bottles, these blender bottles that, uh, have our number on it and whatnot. And we just keep them at the, at the rinker at home. Um, and, it's brand new nutrition center. All you, Anything you can think of is up there. Um, I wish I had a picture of it or something, but it's it's smoothies, fruit, sandwiches, protein, literally anything you can think of. Wow. Um, yeah, you could literally live up there if you wanted to. It be, <laughs> be completely fine. Um, so it's something that will definitely help them get new recruits in yeah. because it is – Top top notch.
0: And that's on the second floor down it's by the, the coach's offices yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And it'll, before it was kind of a a kitchen and a hangout room, but yeah. it just been a little bit more focused on, on nutrition in that area. Is that what they've done? Yeah.
1: I mean, it was still good before yeah. they they updated it, but I mean now it's really, you know, pro level type of stuff. Sure. The, the smoothies, the protein. They keep it I mean, I don't really protein is expensive. Yeah. And especially for college students, you know, if you don't really have that money and you're not don't really have time to work. Uh-huh. You can't really afford it. So, the fact that they're, you know, providing us with protein and um, the protein powders, you know, the the fruit, the frozen fruit, you know, the every, the snacks, sandwich bar, all this stuff. The fact that they keep that. Shout out to Luke because he's got to go <laughs> go and restock it probably <laughs> every day because the guys have just been tearing it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's amazing to have, and we still have the hangout area, the couches, the TVs, the Xboxes, and all that stuff that doesn't get used as much. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, it's it's still a place where you can go and get some homework done and relax if you want to before practice or after practice. So it's it's unbelievable what they did with that.
0: Well, they they continued, you know, that that facility. If I remember correctly, was completed in in 2015, and obviously, uh, you know you don't want things to get completely worn down, but so it's, it's nice to see that, you know, the the updates are constantly being put into place and uh, to, to make, to make everything uh, first class for, uh, for the student athletes.
1: Yep. It's, it's amazing what a coach, coach Hastings is, uh, you know, putting, putting down to help us be the best players that we can be. He only has our best interests in mind. He's not doing it for himself. He's doing it for us. And so, um, it's it's amazing and couldn't be more thankful for what he's you know doing and still trying to do for us Yeah, you know, we just got this brand new nutrition center and he's already like all right well, what can I do next like what do you guys need and we're like well we're just we're just trying to get used how do I use this blender <laughs> bottle you know like uh so it's Try it's amazing yeah right um we do a really good job actually keeping it clean so uh both of the women's
0: team and us so
1: could not be more thankful. That's
0: uh, that's that, that's that's very cool. Um, well, you know this uh, this coming week, uh, you know, for the seniors, uh, you know, it's the last home game, and th- that's another reason I think uh, you guys are going to be a little bit motivated, right? Mm-hmm. And try to, as you said, keep things going as long as possible. Um, that happens with a lot of you know some success in your last game. Talk, talk a little bit about you know what it's been like to play. Uh, in Mankato play at the Civic Center, uh, the Mayo Clinic Health System Event Center. Yeah,
1: it did change. (laughs) a a mouthful. Yeah. Uh,
0: It's, I mean,
1: it's going to be very emotional, I'm sure, win or lose. It's going to be very emotional after the game, realizing that, you know, I don't think I've played a game in there where it hasn't been, you know, completely packed. Yeah. And hearing the band play for the last time in there, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be emotional, but, you know, it's never, hopefully we got more hockey to play. Right. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll enjoy the moment and give it, leave it all out there on the ice. But at the same time, we not we're not ready
0: to go home yet. So. Well, the Mavericks play the Wildcats of Northern Michigan on Saturday night at the Mayo Clinic health system event center should be a tremendous game. And with a lot on the line, not just the Mason cup, um, Hopefully it ends um, and doesn't have to get restarted an hour later, unlike <laughs> last year. <laughs> that would be something, huh? <laughs> but uh, uh, no matter what, I'm expecting something rather eventful to happen because that seems to be the case um, when, when you guys are playing for uh, uh, some hardware. So. Yep. so best of luck this weekend. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You bet. Thanks for being here. Uh, that's Lucas Sauter. I'm Shane Frederick, and we'll see you next time on the Maverick Hockey Live podcast. Presented by Duncan.